You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm not Jen. And I am Rob. So you know how you ask your friends where you should take your first date? What on earth this text means? And if it's okay to post a certain pic on the socials? Well, that's what we call your village, and we think you can't date or relate without them. Welcome to our village, and you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you expert guests who are filled with all the answers that will take some of the guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our podcast with your friends so we can help the village grow even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your pods, and don't forget to tell a friend. Welcome back to another episode of It's Complicated. Guys, as you know, it's been well documented that um, I enjoy my reality TV. I've said it on many a different podcasts so far, even this year. And um, I found a new one that is on Bravo, and it's my new favorite discovery. I'm sure you guys are all in it. It's called Love Without Borders. If you haven't already seen it, you need to. This show is a bold experiment where six American singles who have struck out on love at their own home turf risk everything and step blindly onto an airplane to go wherever they are sent overseas to an overseas destination to be paired with their perfect partner. The participants will say goodbye to their jobs, homes, families, and see if this matchmaker can scour the world for an ideal match. At the end of the experiment, they'll be faced with a stark choice of leaving life as they knew it behind and starting over for love in a new world. I describe it as married at first sight meets 90 Day Fiance meets House Hunters International. I mean, you are getting brand new people. You're, you're, you're getting there and you don't, they don't even know where they're going until they are at the airport. And then they don't even know the person they have to stay with the person in their house and then they don't even see them to the door opens. That's so the th- risky part right there. This is the risky part. So you, you don't have anywhere else to stay. So this made me like, I was watching this and of course I'm into it. I love it. I love I, this. I actually was going to say that if I were to ever do a reality show outside of amazing race, I would, I would maybe do this one. What? With traveling and you love traveling. It has to do with traveling. I love traveling. It's a chance to like. I always imagined meeting somebody not here, like overseas. Right? I wa- always true. wanted to- that psychic yeah. told you. Also, you were supposed to be one around some trip you went on recently back. Oh, I think for like Bo and Stassi's wedding, you were supposed to meet somebody. So That's you're like girl. already participating, yet not participating. No, I'm supposed to go to Switzerland for Wheel of Fortune. That and and that's coming up at the end of April. They just booked it today. Bam. Oh. Well, 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 let me just ask, let me just say this. When I was watching it, it made me think like, okay, is love manufactured? Can it be manufactured? Can somebody who doesn't know you spend a a short amount of time with you, get to know your bullet points pretty much, and then travel the world and say, I can find you your perfect match anywhere? Or is it chemical? Like, does, do you have to have that connection right away to like the world we live in with apps and everything else, it, it kind of, there's, there's so many different sides to the argument. So it made me wonder like, what is it? Can it be manufactured? Well, we're going to, we're going to 
definitely dive into that because there are, I mean, there are so many different, I think, points of view and perspectives on that. I think that my personal opinion is all of those answers are right. But Rob, you already said you would go on this show. Jen, would you go on this show if you were single? And also, do you think this is a successful way to find love? Well, so I would go on the show, but my fear is that I'd fall in love with somebody that lives in a different country and they'd want me to stay there versus the opportunity to possibly bring them back here. I've been saying for like, I don't know, since the beginning of time when I could start speaking about love that I would love an import and somehow I ended up with one, which is really great. But that's true. I'd be worried that I'd be lured to another country and have to leave everything behind and you know, I think that the older you get, you either have more in your life or less. So when you have more, it's hard to say, I'm going to just like scrap everything. I think, Rob, you had sort of like a, a micro of that by moving to Austin with leaving all your friends, leaving your goddaughter behind, all that stuff. Like for me, I do have now a godson. I've got like friends with kids. I've got friends. I've got family. I've got all these things. Like my mother is not getting any younger. So leaving to move to another country for love sounds scary, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm pretty good at also luring people toward me. Like I'm moving to the West side now and I'm like, Hmm, when does the, when do the games begin where I now start sending people homes and they have to move to the West side too. And then in a year, I want to move back to Miami two years, maybe we'll see. It's so funny. You say that Jen, because like you said on this podcast before that you would do Mary at first sight. You said you've done it a million times. Oh yeah. And then like you say you want it, you would like an arranged marriage. Wait, which is exactly what I thought about this because I was like, hold on. Someone picks your person for you. It's that it's cultural, it's all the things, it's all the whatever the ingredients are that this matchmaker puts together, it's like finds you this person and throws you into it. I actually had a conversation the other day with my therapist about love versus being in love and we were talking about all those things and I was like I host a podcast. I should really be proficient in this, except I've never lived through it in the last 10 years. So now I'm living through this. She was saying how being in love is just chemical, like what we were talking about. And it's fleeting, which we all know because we study this stuff for the last however many years we've been doing this podcast. But real love is based on a foundation of friendship, trust, security, aligned goals, ethics, values, all these things that are more things that you develop as a person and then you connect with as a partnership, but like it's more foundational and And you have to work on those things. So I think that's why I think both of those answers are correct. But so Jen, you would go on the show and you do think that this is a successful way to find love. Rob, do you think it's a successful way to find love? But this is me going back to Jen (laughs) because Jen would do it on her own terms. Well, she wouldn't do it. Everything. She wouldn't do it. But you're. But you, you hear what you said. Like Jen needs that control, right? Jen no, needs that's not the control. You need to be able to come home to your own space. If it was, if it was love without borders, them coming to America the other way, then Jen would be the host. She would have her. They would come stay with her. They would like. She'd have her day to day. They'd meet her friends. No, they'd do actually, all this other stuff. Not the control so much as the flexibility. If I were like. Going there to know that then we could figure it out. I don't know. I haven't gotten that many episodes into this series yet to know if like if you start dating somebody in Ireland, do you have to stay in Ireland or do you just meet them in Ireland and then they might go back to the US? I think I would want to know there's flexibility there and that this is a starting point. So if you position it to me as like 
go down this path of Hallmark movie and then you pick your own destination thereafter, fine. Kind of in the way The Bachelor and all those things are formed where it's like, it's a random location. You meet somebody and then you decide where you go after that. You pick a city or whatever. I think it, I think it's more of like, you have to stay for your 30 days. Well, you don't. You don't. If it doesn't work out, you can go home. No, but, in this but, place, it's 88 days. The extension of the visa. 90 days, 90 days, 90 days. That's what I mean. Three, three months, three months, 90 days, right? So, but if you if it doesn't work days. out. With a person. Yeah. If it doesn't work out, you can go home. Right. Yeah, but, I feel like there's flexibility there. I mean, they can't like force you to stay. You're not in jail. But I think these people all, the one common thing I feel like on the show is they all really want it doesn't nobody on the show feels like maybe they're trying to get their 15 minutes of fame like they all really feel like they want it which is why i think it might be a successful way to find love i, I think-, think this show is a successful way to find love and i think that i if i were single i i would have anxiety about it like the guy in france but i think i would probably force myself to do it so let's let's talk about raw i mean like what? Rob, you love the show because you just love the travel aspect, I'm sure, right? And then, well, listen, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I feel like I'm getting closer to finding somebody. Like, I feel like I'm getting closer to like meeting my person. I, I, you know, it's contagious. Is that what yeah. you said? I found why because you're next. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, but I just, you know, I feel like I'm at that point where I'm like, okay, now I'm ready for this. You know, um, where before I don't think I like I was so happy by myself, which I still am. But I think I'm, I, I can just feel it. I feel it coming. I feel it coming close. And I don't know who it's going to be, where, when, whatever. But I feel it coming. Rob, you know? I thought that's funny that you say that because I felt that too right before I met James. Like, I wanted to be in a relationship, but like, that was my ultimate goal. But like, I remember feeling very secure and okay with being single. I felt the same exact way too when I met Daniel. I was already dating other people. Like I was already – remember though too, I went to Miami to date. So I think that was a – again, solidifying how I feel about this show. Like I went somewhere, fish out of water. Like maybe I need to switch locations to find somebody. Not everybody in LA is maybe going to be my person. And so I have to go somewhere else. And I think that's – premise of the show they're not finding success where they are so go elsewhere but i think rob you also are on that path where you fish out of water move to uh, like freaking austin to try a new life and see what else is out there and so maybe you had to get your footing in austin and then now you're like getting settled i mean you went through a full flood and the homeowner stuff or home mm-hmm. home occupier Renter. Stuff. yeah but now you're really like ingrained. I feel like in Austin, you've got friends there, you've got activities there, you've hung out and done family stuff there. Like you're, but I still don't know if I believe in matchmakers. Oh. That's the thing, and I think I think okay. that I think that like there's uh, like yes, like I said, I mean, Amazing Race is the only other show I would I would do because the traveling, right? But like this one, you're like, oh, I get to travel and I get to have that. Like, there's so many like butterfly new feelings involved with that you're in a new country meeting a new person having new experiences and everything's new and then i think the reason they do it for 90 days is because when all that newness wears off who are these people really and do they really get along and are the differences in their culture and you know 
their living habits and you know people are really showing their true color like there was there's a couple people i won't spoil it because i think i'm like four episodes ahead of you guys because there's like eight i think that you can stream (laughs) i'm not finished it but i'm ahead but like there's some people that in the beginning i was like oh my god that what a good that's a nice per how do they not find love and now i'm like that person horrible you're spoiling it, Rob. No, I didn't say Irish guy. You're spoiling things. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all, actually. I am saying about there are people, though, that you're like, oh, damn. And then there's people that I did that I were like, yeah, this person sucks in the beginning. Now I'm like, oh, I feel bad for them. You know, like. Well, I mean, 90 day thing. So my favorite guy, Steve Harvey, he wrote a book called like think like a man, act like a lady, think like a man. And like, well, how ridiculous that is. And then it became a movie. He says you need to give everybody a 90-day trial, just like you do when you have employment. They don't give you health insurance and benefits before 90 days. They're like, are you even going to stay here, random new person? So same thing in dating and relationships. Like, you give somebody a 90-day trial. If you make it through 90 like full days and you don't kill each other, you don't become super different people that, like, the facade goes away and you become this monster or you let the curtain down and I don't know, some amount of sayings. And then you're this thing that is a surprise to everybody. Then you can keep on going. So I mean, that's kind of like what this show is doing. So in all of these things the it, you know, the social experiment aspect is what really got us all like super into the show. This is the same show creators as love is blind, which is a fucking awesome social experiment. So this is, you know, like kind of like that. There's all these social experiment aspects that really have us asking, like Rob said, can love be manufactured? Is love something that naturally occurs with a physical attraction and a chemical feeling that it just happens, like there's no explanation? Or can love be cultivated and grow with all the right ingredients? So let's talk about, we already kind of like went in there, like can love be manufactured? Like that sort of brings us all to that feeling like, all right, what does that exactly mean? Like, how does that live in real life as an arranged marriage, right? Like set up arranged marriage. I personally think that an arranged marriage 1000% could work. And Hmm. I think that if you, I do also believe that love the chemical attraction and like that feeling of love just happening is also real but let's just focus on the like arranged marriage manufactured set up uh matchmaker uh, and you talk you're talking like matchmaker not religion um either way but i'm talking like an arranged marriage though that's like i mean that's like you well i don't know arranged marriage is like way more serious and matchmaker like you go with the matchmaker and they they set people up i mean it's kind of like a glorified friend or like your glorified jewish aunt that's gonna set you up with yeah. someone like, this person's just making it like their job and they're just trying to find people who have commonalities but it's not like i mean i kind of feel like i had somebody try to set me up at, at uh set me up with somebody at hartford's birthday party oh yeah it's somebody that i'd met before and i remembered meeting her but like it's been a while and she kind of came up to me and did the whole like i don't understand why you're single you're a nice guy you're like a guy's guy but you love kids and you seem like you have a good heart and like you know what i mean and i was like and when when first of all don't ever say i don't understand why you're still single because patronizing yeah and it also makes us feel like 
Yeah. Do you think I know why I'm fucking single? Well, I do. Like broken child. Like what? You're like a bro or broken toy. Just pointing out like you have a problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and just like let me fix it. You know, doctor without a diagnosis. No one likes that at all. Also, then when you start pulling up people, and then you see what they think that you would be attracted to, or like what you can quote unquote get, you're like, wait, what? What, 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 why, why would you think that me and that person would be so good together? Single and you're literally the last people at musical chairs. That's why. Well, I was, I, the minute she wanted to set me up with somebody my mind automatically went, no, no, because I need that. I need that to meet somebody. If I met somebody at that party and I talked to her for two seconds and then this girl came over and said, I wouldn't, I want to set you up with her. And I was like, yes, I had a good conversation with her. Please do it. Then I would be in. But just a blind date, I don't do that. I don't do it. Okay, well, if we, if you were in, so if we're speaking about arranged marriages and you were in a culture slash, what if, let's just play make-believe for a second. What if that's just the way dating went? What if it was just like, all right, your parents set you up with somebody and that's it. You get married and you make it work. Like, what if that's just the way, I mean- because then I would be raised different, I think. Because I think that you need to, uh, speaking from somebody who has been in, I know we've all been in like long monogamous relationships. So I'm currently in one and I am married and I now have children. Like, in my opinion, like marriages take work. And I'm saying this like there's some problem happening. There's not, but <laughs> I'm just being frank. Like, Marriages go through ebbs and flows and, and like rocky spots and not having kids. And I won't even say it was rocky. It was just like, you're not, there's nothing romantic happening. You're like barely even touching each other because like, I've got a baby hanging on me all day long. We're barely sleeping. Like we're a little bit more on edge because we're super fucking tired. Like there's no like love romantic no, that makes sense lauren but, but at one point was, at one point you were attracted to james yeah, and wanted course, to fuck him every day no of course but then that was but, the initial that thing goes away no so, no shit no what, shit but, but the initial part is, is the initial so part was if, there of course but what if what if you you grow to love somebody so that happens later just because it happens in a different order and it's not like what you're used to no you think you're supposed to because also, society has told you, and you've watched a bunch of movies, Disney and other Disney. Nora Ephron movies, where you think that you are supposed to like see someone from across the room, things go in slow motion, some song is playing, and then somehow you end up like going. It's not like that all the time. Like, what that's if, not what I'm saying. Jen, what? What if that's just not the way that it was, though? And I'm just saying, imagine that someone told you, you are fit for this person. So stop getting all caught up in like the wanting to fuck. What would that mean? Listen, though, because there are things that in your have you ever just dated someone that you were super attracted to? And then as you got to know them, you're like, dude, you're a fucking you're messed up and this is going to be horrible and we do not fit together at all. Yes. Yes. So my point is, what if you made sure all those foundational things aligned and your families put you two together or somebody else put you together and you had to make it work? Because guess what? what when you're in the relationship you're going to have to make it work and you can't just say oh that's forget it. but that's such a 
bullshit thing to not not I'm not saying what you that you're bullshit. I'm just saying that's a bullshit thing to say because it's it's such a it's such like a that is the fantasy. That's the Disney. That's the thing. That's the mermaid coming out of the ocean. You know, it's like you make it work. You find the way your legs and you you make everything. You turn the the beast into a prince at the end of the movie. Like it's 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 because you had that foundation. Like that's not how it goes. You to each other. No, so that's for somebody who's in the middle. I'm splitting the difference between the two of you. I can speak to both sides. I met Daniel through an attraction on a dating app. I saw him and I was like, this is a person who's not blinding me with unattractiveness. He's attractive. And then he happened to be worthy of going out with more than once. And here we are still in a relationship. But then there are times that I'm like, I want to murder you. Or like, really? You again? You're still here? And I'm like, wait, I choose you because of the following reasons. I have to give myself a mantra. And I'm like, wait, because of all this, 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 and this. If I were to go back out there into the single world, I don't know that I'd find somebody with all these things. And I remember what we've built so far in our sweet, sweet little six months. And I think that's kind of like where Lauren's coming from in that. Are you saying he's good enough? No, that you did not make you go back out into the single world. No, he's better than I could imagine. But sometimes you get used to what's better, and then it's just that person who drives you bonkers who's sitting there tip tapping on the computer, and you want to stab them because they're not answering you in full sentences, and they're like throwing weird things at you, and you're like, ugh. But and you're about to move in with, and then I you're know, taking the other step I, because I that's. I love him. He's great for so many reasons, but he's still a person, and I'm still a person. And I think. But Jen, I feel like I feel like you are in the middle. <laughs> I think I think you're well. Of course, you guys have spent a lot of time together really quickly. I think that you also are in a middle person type thing because you have, and I know you're going to yell at me for saying this, but it's it's just an observation that I've had for a long time. You know what you want. And you know what you want to do to get to what you want. Yeah. So like, that's why when you said that you're, you and, and Danny were moving in, I was like, is he know that? Is, did he, <laughs> does he, does he, he know? Invite. He's does aware. he know that? Yeah, exactly. Does he know that that's what, that what, that that's what month you're at now? Because this is what you had on your schedule. Do you know that it's like that this he, amount of time? He's the one who wants to celebrate our monthly anniversary, whatever month anniversary every he month. He probably wants to do it because he knows you want to do it. No. Like oh, it's. No. That's cute. Sensitive. Love that's, the rom-com. Okay. Well, that's cute, but you definitely have a time frame for yourself. So Daniel fit into this time frame. And he's yeah. and he's joining you on this time frame movement, right? So, I, like, yes, I Daniel's met attractive. Who was on the same path as I was. So it worked out. And I think I don't I from what we talked about in the beginning of you meeting Daniel he had just gotten out of something and he was probably not on that path until he either had to be on the path with you or lose you. No, he wanted this. He just needed to work some shit out, but like, and get rid of the, the baggage, but he wanted this. Trust me. I told him what you said when we talked the other day and he's like, no, have him call me. I'll tell him I'm the one pushing this thing forward. I'm like, listen, I'm not fighting any battles here, but I will say going back full circle, what I think, I used to want in terms of an arranged marriage was the fact that someone was doing the guesswork for me because what was work, what I was doing wasn't working. And so if somebody could figure out the magic recipe, then I know me, I'm a one person person. So like, I love a best friend. I'm not 
I don't best friend them because they're attractive. I don't best friend them because I want to have sex with them. I best friend them because like we build a foundation based on this and then it keeps, it keeps growing. You form a history, you form patterns, you form things you really like to do together. You realize you have all this fun. And then in this case, it's a relationship. So you also want to do sex with them because now you have all these things that attract you to them. And So I think, you know, Lauren had the best of all worlds. You found James, you were attracted to him, and then you grew this foundation. In my case, similar. Like you were attracted to him. (laughs) (laughs) I think in the beginning to start versus an arranged marriage sight unseen. So you were, and you still are. Obviously he's handsome in your phone, saved as handsome with a little kiss face. So you do find him attractive or you would have probably renamed him, but I'll know more tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but in this case, it's not an, a sight unseen situation. So I think I personally, going back to all this, would be okay with this process because I would know I'm on one side of the spectrum, meaning I want to find love. And the person on the other side is also on the same page because they sought out this experience and were game for it. So we go into it, like you were saying, Lauren, everybody seems like they're like, here for the right reasons to quote people on the bachelor. But if you are, then why not test it out? And three months, I feel like seems like, okay, the getting to know you phase and the getting a little bit more comfortable, then really settling in and then seeing, okay, do we still like each other? How have we solve problems together? What does that look there's, like? There's gotta be, there's gotta be, but my, my thing is, yes, you have to get to that point, but there's gotta be something that you want to fight for. Right. If, if, and if it's somebody that you're not attracted to or somebody you don't have that chemistry with or somebody that's just a business deal. And you're oh, like, let's no. cohabitate. I, mean, I agree. I have always said I have some friends here in L.A. or just in general, but I have some friends in L.A. and we all know that girl in L.A. Even guy, but it's really just factually in my world is usually as a girl who is with a guy that you're like you're not way less attractive than that girl. And obviously you're rich and successful. And this girl is with you because of those things that that is call me whatever you want to call me. But in my experience, it's mostly the girl doing that with the guy. Now I understand I have outwardly said, okay, if that's what's important to you to feel like you're going to get taken care of, then maybe that's where you find the attraction or something. But for me, you could not pay me to have sex with somebody that I'm not attracted to. I don't care how much, what kind of lifestyle they offer me. And I'm not judging somebody on that. I'm just saying I personally, and hey, maybe you're smart if you can find attraction in someone who's going to take care of you. Maybe you're you're a fucking smart girl. But I personally would get the major ick. It would give me super hard anxiety and I would not be able to do it. So with the arranged marriage that I'm talking about, like it would fucking suck if my mom and dad set me up with somebody that I was just like, are you joking? I can't do this. Like I am totally agree with you, Rob. I'm just saying If you can find somebody who is your equal attraction wise. Well, that's what I'm saying though. Like, look, just like you're saying with the guys, guys go the opposite way with girls. You know, uh, Stassi was like, you probably like the Instagram models, huh? I'm like, do you know me at all? I don't like the Instagram models. That's like not my type at all. I'm like girl next door, like nice, like somebody that I can build a, like that I have compatibility with like all that focuses in do i need to be attracted to them first yes 
I need to want to hang out with them. I need to want to see them. We're instinctually guys are more sexually driven, right? So like we want to do that and want to want to do that with you all the time, then we will work out everything else. And if things don't get along on the other way, that'll work itself out too. Uh, like that married at first sight show. I always get so mad at the fucking, what do they call them? Oh, professional experts. Experts. Yes. That word? <laughs> yes. Well, they, they call them experts. And I'm like, these guys aren't fucking experts. They're putting people together based on like, literally it could be a math equation. You know, yeah. and then these people turn the corner and they're not attracted to each other. And they're like, you know, lo- like you just said, love isn't always attraction. It's like, no, but it's a fucking first step. It is it's the it's first part fucking of, it's step part of the equation. And I think like um, love is blind and this show, although they're not talking about that, they have definitely cast. No, character. and they're not talking about it, but or, every single one of these couples. All, yeah, they all have picked someone and they're not even bringing anything up like this in the show. No, because no. every single couple has been like, wow, yeah. to the other person. They've you been sexually attracted. Like, What's your physical type? And they're finding somebody and they're also picking countries that are interesting to watch. They're not just like, I scoured the world and found your love in Ghana. Yeah, yeah, fucking right. They he, First of all. One of them is in Ghana. You know that, else? right? No, yeah, no. That we all know that this is definitely like <laughs> all cast and all made it all pretty or whatever. But they to to get to the point, they I think the casting on the show definitely took that into play. There's a reason why the people on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette look the way they do. Love is blind. I think that the those are just like kind of average people, and that's why they all and and it's also part of their recipe is to like put people in there who they think might not be attracted to other people and see if love is actually blind. But the attraction definitely comes into play when they're casting these people. So I do think, obviously, Rob, you're on the like love is the physical attraction chemical, chemical, chemical. that just happens, and I think that there are positives and negatives to each. I think that the like the negatives to a chemical like attraction kind of love is that yeah you overlook some red flags just because you're chemically attracted to somebody and it's not going to stand the test of time. But the manufactured love, although we do agree that a physical attraction is definitely a component that has to exist. I mean, maybe in certain cultures, it's like, oh, well, if you're not too bad, make it work. And they figure out how to make a successful relationship work. Because I do think that there are some things that in a manufactured love being set up, being in a, being in an arranged marriage, there are some things there. I guarantee you those people don't just give up. They like go through the hard times. They figure out how to make it work. They're focused on the things that are going to give them a long running type relationship with a really strong foundation. And there are some positives to that too. Now the goal is to try to find both, but I am totally game for a manufactured love. I think it's like totally. Well, and there's also, so now there's another show coming out called farming, uh, farmer seeking love. Farmersonly.com. I think it's based on farmersolio.com. Now, I was listening because I listen to the highway because I love country music and I was listening to the highway. And uh, so one of the the jockeys on there was talking about how they think it's such a good idea, this farmer seeking love show. And he's like, why hasn't somebody thought about this before? And then realized they have. And it's the number one reality show of all time around the world. There's something like 140 marriages, like 400 children. And like, like all this stuff from people finding love on this one TV show that's different around the world. Like it's farming for love. 
in Ireland, yeah. in in like the England, in uh, England, you know. So, but this is what we're talking about, where it's like, okay, they're going to set up people with that are attractive to something where they have this one thing in common. Like these farmers are having people come to live on their farm and farm and have that life. Like, you know what you're getting into when you're like, I'm looking for a farmer. Like, So it's taking something that the if, if it's a guy farmer, they're like, I want to find somebody attractive who wants to do this with me. And if it's a woman, she's like, I want to find an attractive farmer who wants to have a family and live a simple lifestyle, which is yeah. probably why it works. Yes. Because it's combining both of the things together. Yeah. Like culturally, I think that's why arranged marriages work because there is, the culture is such a huge part of your life the way you were raised, the food you eat, the religion you believe or practice, the language you speak, the type, what, all, all of it, like that's, there's no way. I mean, that's like such a huge, huge aspect. And if it, if it aligns on all of those things, like maybe the attraction is just like not that important. It's like in other countries where they're like certain animals they don't eat. And that's like their pet. And that's like all we eat here. And we couldn't imagine like eating that that pet or whatever for you know what i'm saying it's just not what you're used to you're used to thinking that attraction has to drive it all but what if in some cultures they're like are you kidding me like that's not even what matters like what matters is who you are inside i know that sounds cute to say i'm just saying it kind of makes sense now could i get over that no i'd have to be attracted to the person but i think that's just what we were saying with like culture like if you're raised hindu and that's like what you're you, like, you know, you're going to have an arranged marriage. Then that's just something you succumb to. And then you just hope for the best. It's just, you what know? Your, it's just what your reality is. You don't even think about being attracted to somebody. That's just not even. It's, no, you probably do, but you probably just are like, all right, this is my religion. Yeah. I was, I'm setting up two friends here and um, in Austin and religion's a big part of it. Like they're both very attractive. They both have the same profession. They're both like would get along really well. But the main thing was that they both are very Christian, you know? And I was like, oh, you, God is really important to you. And God is really important to this person. They're not, they don't like throw God on people at all, you know, at at all. But she blatantly said to me, I don't want to, I don't want to ever date or marry somebody that doesn't believe in my God, you know, because that's where my morals align, you know? And I'm like, oh, well, this person does. Maybe that will put you guys together. You know, so that's what made me think of them. Not hey, their looks, not great. their business. But also, a great match, Rob. I honestly think something like that could work. Because when there's something like that in your life that's so huge, whether it's like a type of job, like actors. Why do you think all actors end up together when they shoot movies together? Because they're like, it's such a huge part of your life. But also, I think going outside of what you just said and back to reality, you are attracted to somebody based on similar values, similar interests, things like that. So I think when we're talking about like being set up and it's the arranged marriage thing and maybe it's all these other criteria, but even going to like what you said about God and it being a religious thing, when you find somebody who values what you value on such a deep level, because it's so important to you, then you peel back the layers you are more attracted to them because you already have a lot of the checks and balances of what you're looking for. Right, right. There. So, like for example, I get it, but I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't set them up if one of them wasn't cute. Like if I didn't think they would be physically attracted so to maybe, each other, I wouldn't maybe, even bother trying to set them up. Maybe they think what's cute is that the other person's into what they're into, and then the rest is just cherry on the Sunday or cake. No, or I think that I think the God the thinks the God thinks the cherry on the top. The God thinks the cherry on the top. Oh. 
that's what you think, Rob. But no, that's uh, what I know. I know that because that's what no, people the want. Cherry on the top is. If not I sat next to either the guy or the girl and I showed them a picture of somebody that wasn't I their know. type. God isn't the cherry on top. The attraction is the cherry on top. Yeah. God is the, God God is is the, the cherry on top. Ice, no. no, God is the scoop of ice cream. The cherry no. on top is saying is just like that was just an extra sprinkle of goodness. God is not yeah. the extra sprinkle of goodness for this person. God is the fucking Sunday. The sprinkle on top is like, oh, and they also like the color blue too. And they no. also want to live in Ohio. Also want to live in Austin, or they also like dogs. That's the cherry on top. That's God. That's the God part. That's no, what I'm saying. You said you're setting them up because they're both into their religion. They have. But you didn't listen to me. I said they're both. I said that's the cherry on top because they're both hot and they both have the same thing. And like it, th- th- I wouldn't even think about putting them together. But except for the God thing, that's a cherry yeah. on top. That's an extra bonus that you combines only them. Thought about putting them together because of the God thing. But they, I wouldn't do it if uh, even if they both were fucking zealots, I wouldn't put them together because if one of them wasn't, I didn't think they think each other are cute. Right, but what? If they didn't, th- if they, I said if they were fucking like cultish about God, which who knows? But if they were cultish about God and like they were like, oh God, 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 every day, I was, I wouldn't, still wouldn't be like, oh, you should meet so and so because if one of them didn't think the other one was cute, I wouldn't even put that in the in the spectrum. But the fact that they're both attractive people, like, oh, and God. Oh, and God is what will make you guys What is what made you think to set them up in the first place? Was it because you first knew them and then the God thing came in after the fact? Or because you're like, oh, I have two friends who are a little bit more religious and they're both attractive, so I should set them up. Which came first, chicken or egg? The egg. In this case, what's the egg? I don't actually know. God or (laughs) god the god egg okay so the god egg came first then the god is the sunday not the you guys aren't listening to me at all if one one of them yeah anyway the the point is the point is that that stuff can come that stuff could be there but if you don't have the initial like if there's not going to be an initial chemistry thing it's probably not going to go further than like the like look what look I wish you guys were further on the show, but there are, are a couple examples of these people where the initial everything's wearing off and well, now they're yapping. We can go back to the show. Well, <laughs> you guys, I think that kind of a way to wrap it up is like, can love be cultivated and grow with the right ingredients? Like, do we think shows like love is love without borders and love is blind works? Like and if so, can we model some of these ideas in real life? Or are we all just stuck in the fact that like we are have to like see someone from across the room and everything goes in slow motion? Like it doesn't. I think mean- there's a, a healthy balance of both. I think you need a healthy balance I, of both. I do think love can grow with the right ingredients. And Rob, I think you would agree because one of the ingredients is attraction. What right? is this? What are you writing a children's book about love? No, first of all, have you read a children's first, book? They have three first, you need a sprinkle of attraction. Wait, and why then are you, you add? I'm just saying because you're like, like the right ingredients need to make the the oh, so like a pie a of love. Like a cookbook, and one of the ingredients is attraction. You're writing a board book, and it has three you pages. Mean, are you mean like? Are you meaning to say cookbook dot children's book? Both. It sounded like a children's book. Well, I did just using. make some homemade chili tonight, so Ooh. I probably could cook up see, a nice relationship. See, if I was attracted to you, then that would be a cherry on top that or you could make chili. Maybe if you were in a confined space with Lauren and had nothing else to eat, you'd fall in love with her because your only sustenance would come from your Stockholm syndrome. 
See? Oh, so you just keep saying you have Stockholm syndrome. That's going to work out very well for you, Jen. <laughs> That's not so, but I think she's just trying to be funny. I am trying to be funny. It's worked. And also, I do think that love grows over time. So do plants unless you kill them. So the moral of the story is tune in to Love Without Borders, who's not sponsoring this podcast. But I will be curious to see if any- Rob's on season two. If Rob's on season two, which Lauren oh. and I will have a separate meeting where we actually apply him. But yeah. second- <laughs> I think we need to see what happens because what we all love is the train wreck. So everybody's watching the show to see it all combust. Some of us are watching it to see the happy ending. There's a healthy balance between who's going to work out and who isn't going to work out. And will this experiment work? So like the stories of Trista and her husband from the bachelor from 20 years ago, we all love to see it because we're like, Oh, it did work. Sure. There's a bunch that didn't work along the way, but same thing with like love is blind. There are plenty of couples that are still together or maybe one. I think there's or farmers one. seeking love. Exactly. That seems to be the magic thing. I don't know about Patty Stanger's show and like the millionaire matchmaker of oh, any of those people. Um, no, because we've all been probably poached to be on that thing. And one, yeah. I'm not a millionaire. And they I went on it. that show, you guys. Did I ever talk about this on? We'll play. We uh, will talk okay. about this on another show. You went on it. You were one of the oh, people. I, she cast. She had me picked to go out on a date, and I got out of it. Thank the dear lord. No, I was on was no. Mystery Millionaire or something, whatever it was called. Joe Millionaire. <laughs> you guys. Okay. My experience was horrible, and I could not have had a manufactured love in that situation. I will mm-hmm. warn you that. But she was a beast, and it was not cute. And <laughs> she, it was, but I. That show was set up for failure. That wasn't a I real love thought, show. Yeah. First of all, have you seen what she looks like now? No. Well, let's not be mean. No, 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 well, no, 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 no. I'm not man- being mean. Talk about manufacturing. She manufactured I'm, I'm the not mean. She's beautiful. I, I thought she was oh. absolutely normally and fine before, but you, and you're younger. My point is, is she does not look anything like she used to look. And I'm not saying how she used to look was bad. I'm just saying she doesn't look like how she used to look. Just Google her or find her on Instagram. Right but I, hey, I, we, we've all tried things. So whether or not you're like on a dating app, you have a matchmaker, you are getting set up, you're in an arranged marriage, like all of these things I think are, there's positives and negatives to manufactured and chemical love. And I think we just kind of like worked through them, but you know what? We've all tried them. Rob's about to try it. And she turned into Katy Perry. Yeah, exactly what I said. She went 10 years younger and became a new person. She looks totally different, but anyway, um, maybe, maybe that's her journey to finding love. Who knows? But you guys definitely have to keep tuning in to our journey and our, all of us finding love and onto our show. It's complicated where we talk about dating and relationshipy stuff every single week here, just for you guys. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, comment, share with a friend and watch love without borders. Cause it's so good. And if you want to join the class of master daters, don't forget to follow us on social media at complicated show. You can find me at Jennifer Golden on all the social media platforms and no longer on dating apps. And on TikTok, right? We have TikTok now. Oh, oh, right. We are, it's, I think, hold on. It's complicated underscore pod on TikTok because somebody had complicated show. It's complicated goodness. I didn't realize how complicated it was on the internet, but it's complicated underscore pod is where you can find us. Yeah. And we might even start doing like little live video not live videos but like 
talking to you guys it's on more the of us in Inter- more interactive we're, yeah. we're going to be ticking and talking the most what is it called again i have to subscribe what is it a uh, tiktok what is it it's, it's complicated you actually follow us already you are our second follower i am our first lauren Get I'm it. coming. I'm coming. I, I it's complicated underscore pod. Exactly. So Got tune it. in. Rob, where the hell can people find you and all the things? You can find me on Instagram at, at Forever's Evers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S-E-V-O-R-S. I have TikTok, but I haven't posted. I'm I'm like a TikTok stalker. You are. I like go I like learn stuff you're on a TikTok. You're not a stalker. Uh depends on what I'm looking at. But you it's putting your toes in the water and then eventually you'll just come into it. I just don't know if I have the where social media wherewithal to know what to do on TikTok. No, you won't even promote any shows you're on. You like literally do not create content that is your own. No, but I am really into the murders and stuff now, like the Idaho Four murders, and I like what all I watch is crime shit. Your own talk, your own shit. Hey, yeah, I don't know I'd, anything though. I'd be well. into it too if I get onto the ticking and the talking, but. Until then, you can find me on Instagram at Lauren Lee and Ellie, <laughs> and maybe on Talking and Ticking soon. Well, <laughs> you guys, you better TikTok on to the next episode because we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, Come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers.